one. Hey everyone, this is Marissa Carpico, the film editor at thepopbreak.com. I am here with our TV editor, Matt Taylor. Say hello, Matt. Hey, everyone. And we are here again to talk <laughs> more Oscar <laughs> nominations. Are you uh, sick of us yet? <laughs> well, you're only like halfway through. Um, animated feature is what we're going to cover today. Um, uh, I'm going to say right off the top that we haven't seen one of them, um, but that not from lack of trying. I just, you know, there's I only have so much time to live uh, realistically, and, and going to one bar all the way in Bushwick is just not on my, my list of things to do before I die um, <laughs> to see one movie. I'm sure you feel the same way, Matt. <laughs> yeah, going into Brooklyn from New Jersey, suburban New Jersey, is such a hassle. I have a friend that lives in Brooklyn who I visit exactly once a year because it's just like, yeah. it's like, it's just, it's draining. Yeah. I I couldn't even, like, I, I live here and it's a cab right away and I don't even want to do it. Um, but anyway, uh, the nominees are uh, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, which uh, we haven't seen um, and is from Japan. Um, and Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, let's start with Incredibles 2, um, a film that I have a long history of shitting on, on this website. Ooh, I actually didn't know that. That's interesting. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I, am. Um, I wow. did Matt not read not it. listen to the pods he's not on, apparently. That is brutal. I'm very <laughs> I've started to, but you know it's what? A, I'm, I'm joking. It's fine. <laughs> My mother doesn't even do it. My mom listens. There you go. My, my dad texted me recently to compliment my rent review, and I was like, "Oh my god, why did you read it?" Oh, my mom screenshotted the quote of my review of Temptation Island from Temptation Island. That's adorable. Yeah, she was so excited. Truly, I joked about it being my finest professional achievement, but I'm pretty sure it is, and she agrees. Um. Anyway, back to Incredibles two. I hated it for many reasons. One of them being, actually, the main one is. Somehow they made a film that was about a female superhero going to work um, and didn't care about her internal uh, internal emotions. Um, And it was still about the guy. And also, I just, why did it, I didn't need it. I I wanted it, certainly, because Incredibles is one of my favorite films of all time. But this is what we waited for. Yeah, we waited a while, and I have to say, I don't know if this is, um, sorry, if this is a testament to the quality of the film, but like I thought this came out last year, so like, um, you mean twenty seventeen? Yeah, like twenty seventeen. Like it's like I don't know if that's a testament to how long twenty eighteen was or how little the film mattered to me in the long run, but like I, I think, truly I think did not think it was true, Matt. Yeah, probably both are true, but you know, we waited a while. I agree. I I actually think Incredibles is at the very least the best American animated film of all time. And I really love The Incredibles so much. And um, Incredibles 2 is one that I remember liking in the theater and just kind of being like, oh, that was, like, fun. And I truly, if you put a gun to my head, could not tell you the plot of it right now. Yeah, it's hard because the plot is technically that a lady goes to work, but we spend most of the time with with her husband struggling to take care of his own children. Um and then there is a late another lady villain who works who's probably a lesbian a lesbian and she's the bad guy which is great optics everyone um yeah i don't know i just had so little time for everything that was going on like i i, I know a lot of people complain complain about like the screen slaver thing like it's a pun from a different time but like 
that didn't bother me as much as the fact that like a woman character wasn't a human being <laughs> or was barely one. I do remember that like Mr. Mom antics were old like when Mr. Mom came out in um yeah. the eighties. So I assume I was not alive in the eighties. I'm assuming that they were old in the eighties. But yeah. um like so I remember like most of the trailers were centered around that and I remember thinking like if this is just what the movie is, I'm gonna be annoyed. I remember um Brad Bird is a very like talented director of action and the motorcycle Ghost Protocol, everyone. Ghost Ghost Protocol. Protocol's a masterpiece. Um and remains like incredible. But if not um, for Fallout, it would be the greatest, you know, recent action film. Truly. Um but like Incredibles Two has the motorcycle train chase scene, which I thought was very impressive. And um I again don't remember what exactly is happening, but there's this there's this great the great action scene where Mrs. Incredible is like facing off in like a tight apartment building sort of thing, and like the screen sa- screen slaver is um using his like hypnotic. Thing. This is this shows you the lack of detail shows you how little I remember this movie. <laughs> but it, I remember those two actors being very impressive, and Brad Bird is a really competent director in that regard. But yeah, I think it, it that movie has meant so little to me in the grand scheme of things where like, and I truly don't think it's just because, you know, I watch a lot of movies and because it's been a few months, like I have no desire to watch the movie whatsoever. And Incredibles, I will drop everything to watch if it comes on TV. Yeah. I flipped through it. I flipped past it in um, my DVD collection the other day. um, And I was like, I don't need to watch this, but could I like, and I watched (laughs) it, you know, like eight months ago. Um, Yeah. I think it, it definitely doesn't stick to the bones Incredibles 2. I will say the one thing I think it's telling that the only thing I remember about it is the Sophia Bush character when she it's basically just Sophia Bush playing Kristen Stewart. It's hilarious to me. That they I like, do remember that, yeah. <laughs> oh, it kills me. It, like, that's the one thing I remember and that's like barely a character. Um, yeah. Not a fan and I was worried it was going to win, um, but I don't think it will considering now. Um, Isle of Dogs. A movie I dislike probably even more than Incredibles <laughs> 2. Um, like, I don't know. If you've read a single piece of criticism in the last year, you know what the problem is with I Love Dogs. Um, yeah, that said, the animation is great. Um, I like the soundtrack or the score, which we we should have talked about. Yeah, we've talked about by now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's a little cutesy, and I don't know if it has a point. Um, and it's weird that the like older girl falls in love with like a fourteen-year-old or whatever. The movie has a lot of really weird moments, and I mean, like, people can people say that like the call, call out culture is too much, which I disagree with. But then it's like this movie. Yeah, got, what does that mean? Like, I know, and this movie got barely called out, and I think it's purely because like Wes Anderson is beloved by bro film Twitter. I mean, like. Like, this movie's super problematic and, like, just so weird in the way it's, like, fetishizing um, Japanese culture. It's a, it's a, such an odd, an odd film. And Greta Gerwig's whole character in it is a total mess. Oh, it's um, a disaster. And, and someone made a very good point. I think it was, um, I feel like it was Rex Reed, but it, I, that sounds wrong. Um, about, <laughs> like, <laughs> the only person. It, no, it was the person from the, the guy from New Yorker. Um, the only person who actually gets to use their own voice in this, who isn't a dog, 
is uh, the the white lady. Mm-hmm. Like we can understand her perfectly, and she's translated. The Japanese people are basically not translated for the most part, except for a handful of characters. Um, but like, yeah, I don't. There's a distancing to that, which is bizarre. Um, and I, it is probably like, if that's such an interesting thing to say, like <laughs> call a call out culture. What a dumb like term, but also mm. what a dumb time to apply it. You know? Yeah, it's. It's just like, and besides that point, it is not even particularly good. So it's like, if we're going to get into this intense debate over, um, like, a a Wes Anderson film, like, I don't even think there's a side where you could say, like, well, the movie's good anyway. Like, it is not, it is, like, C-tier Wes Anderson. And I, and, like, as pretty as the animation is, and as much as, like, some of the jokes about the dogs work, because, I mean, dogs are cute, and there are some really cute dog jokes in this movie it is so like not special in any way and i don't know it's and his other animated film um i think fantastic mr fox right like um that's a great movie so it's like he's done great animated films before he's done great um regular films before so it's like we should expect better from him yeah that's interesting i think i might like this one more than fox but um yeah, but I also don't I really don't care for Fox either. So it's it's almost like the lesser of two evils. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I I I'm also glad that this probably won't win because it's just I don't know, there's so much wrong with it. Um Mirai is the next one. Again, we haven't seen it. Um we apologize, but it can't just you can't just play it at one bar in in Bushwick people. That's just the way that works. We um, expect better. <laughs> yeah, we expect better. We try so hard. I spent three hours watching a German film, for fuck's sake. Um, and I was glad to do it. Um, but the next one is Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yet another film I have a long history of shitting on on this website. And I totally agree with you on shitting on this film because I think it is not particularly good. And yeah. very just like, you, you know, I mean, it's just I'm so tired of movies where it's like, men have to have things explained to them about like decency and yeah. it, it is just not an interesting narrative whatsoever and you know yeah well, and movie. it's a particularly toxic narrative and vehicle for that narrative to be uh, displayed to young girls which mm-hmm. is like good god this is like this is literally telling girl like vanellope and and ralph are in a full-on abusive relationship at this during this film he is (laughs) like limiting her friendships sabotaging those friendships sabotaging her career um (laughs) try to keep her to himself i mean the only thing he doesn't do is like beat her (laughs) which is jesus pretty bad i mean it's dark (laughs) literally like if you went down the list it's probably all there it honestly is it is alarming how how bad this this like how many triggering little things there are in this and it's like it's fully delivering that to young women and especially young women who are definitely drawn in by that fantastic thing in the trailer with the princesses and those princesses are in it that's their whole scene the trailer is the scene yeah and then they have like once later where they get to fight but it's like in order for them to help (laughs) help vanellope forgive Fucking Ralph. We're spoiling this whole movie because it's a piece of shit anyway. Um, and let's be real. Everyone that is listening has probably seen it by now. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, I remember sitting there 
in a crowd full of um it was a it's, it was actually screening meant for children so they um they lower the volume and they give you free cereal that's why i was there <laughs> so that sounds amazing like. it was incredible um because it was like the right audience to see it in um because they, they were so excited these kids also they were eating a lot of sugary cereal um but like yeah i just remember like by the end of it i was like oh my god i want to like cover the, ch- the eyes of all these children like this can't this is horrible this is horrible no it's one of those movies i just remember sitting there and um, I saw it at a suburban AMC at like 10 p.m. because I didn't want to go when any kids were there. And yeah. I was one of four people in the theater. And um, I remember just sitting there and being like, this movie is so just like morally gross to me. And I, it's the sort of thing where it's like I can understand the defenders on – Actually, I don't know if I can understand the defenders, but I, I, I see what they're going for, and I, their intentions are pure, obviously. And like at the end of the film, Ralph learns his lesson, blah blah blah, about like respecting. Women. Yeah, like that women can have, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's a sort of thing where I'm like, do we need this narrative? Like, I am so tired of just like having to, and it's not just like about like specifically men and women. It's like any sort of narrative where it's like. A yeah. man or a white person, like Green Book, for example, or like but, a straight person. Well, they even frame it in the film as this uh, this friendship narrative, because right. not rather than like a romantic or sexual relationship, obviously, because she's a child. But like they frame it as a friendship narrative, and like, no, if that's if your friend is doing that to you, that's emotionally manipulative and abusive. This is not good. Exactly, and it's just like I'm. This is so such a boring narrative. In 2019, 2018, yeah. we don't like we should be beyond like like decency as a plot device like it's yeah. just it's right boring. like acknowledging people are human beings is should already be the given we don't have to learn it and i just think you know i didn't particularly love the original record ralph but you know it's fine it's fun it has some interesting ideas um it, it, the, i will say it has a great soundtrack that first one that that score is so wonderful because it's it's all like boop boop poopy poops you know from like <laughs> uh, uh, like a, a, a you know a, a, an old video game, so it's fun. Um, and this one is less fun. Uh, doesn't have as isn't as clever in that way. And the animation is very good. I won't I won't say that is bad, but yeah, just I, I both of them are so mediocre to me. I'm I'm quite surprised. And for one last non social justice tangent with this film, I think the way it frigging is obsessed with its own ass about Disney and everything like that is so frustrating. And usually that doesn't bother me, but like the whole princess scene and the way like 80% of the internet is about Disney is just like, it's like, we get it, Disney. Like you, you own the world. You are making more money than any other studio can possibly dream of making. Um, they will eventually own our lives, but you know, it's just like, it's tiring. And I remember sitting there and being like, you know, if like if I wanted to have a giant trailer for all things Disney, I could have stayed home and been on YouTube. Like, yeah, it's, it's certainly um, like a, a commercial for uh, Disney. It's it is honestly one big marketing ploy. And you're right. I, I usually wouldn't be horrified by that necessarily, but um, it's so much in here that it's disquieting. So um, my number one deal breaker on. To, to tangent hard left. Um, my number one deal breaker on dating apps is if a guy puts something about Disney in his profile. I'm just like, nope. Like, it's like, I am not getting involved in this. But, Mine is breaking um, bad. Both the good calls, I think. But, you know, yeah. it's like, this movie, I just remember thinking, I'm like, 
God, like, it's like, is Disney that interesting? Like, I have nostalgia for Disney too, but then I I turned 12 and, like, left that in the past. I was a yeah. hardened 12 year old. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just like, this is, it, it, I was sitting in that theater thinking, truly, I'm like, this is a movie for kids. Not necessarily because of the messages, but, like, it is a movie geared towards children. And yeah. I just felt so old sitting in that theater. And I did not yeah. want to be there. <laughs> yeah, it is the kind of thing that feels like we nobody should be taking it uh, that seriously because it's it's made for children and made for, like, dumb children. Um, oh <laughs> well, I guess this is a bridge-burning episode, too. We're um, really losing the 8- to 10-year-old <laughs> crowd with this one. Uh, um the final one is Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, which won the uh, Producers Guild um, Award for Animated Film, um, and which is excellent and understands, like, re-examining childhood things and pulling new meanings from them and is incredibly animated and will win and should win, and I'm so thrilled that it's going to win. No, yeah, it's wonderful. I've been saving this anecdote for this podcast um, because by the time this one airs, I assume people might have gotten the vibe that, like, wow, Matt's a dick with some of, like, the roasting of nerds and nostalgia stuff. But um, I will totally admit that the scene in the middle of the film when uh, – I won't give away spoilers in case someone hasn't seen it by some weird, like, circumstance. But – um. This the scene with Stanley animated into the film oh, with the the um I I don't know if this is a spoiler like the the Mary Jane monologue going on I full on cried in the theater <laughs> like it was like I cried uh, I cried a lot of things people so like this is not exactly like <laughs> um a full on shock like but like I never in my life thought I would cry at a superhero animated film, and there I was in the theater, full on sobbing, um, because I so, I start to get a little teary eyed at any time anybody even talks about it. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. I think it really sums up what makes the film so special. Um, so gorgeously animated, and oh, um, just the fact that they created a different animation—well, not created necessarily—where they they conveyed a different animation style for every type of spider person. Like, I tell you, the first time they showed Spider-Gwen um, in her natural habitat, as it were, I gasped because I was, the art is the most incredible thing about it. And it was rendered so beautifully on screen that I was like, I, I pray to God, and we are going to get a sequel in that world because it's just so fucking beautiful. I cannot wait for that. I, I saw Spider-Verse twice. I think it is just... And honestly, I would go a third time if someone wanted to go. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I don't see animated films by myself because it looks weird for a big 25-year-old to go see a movie by himself, <laughs> see an animated movie by himself. But, um, but like, I full-on love Spider-Verse. I think it's so wonderful. Um, it has a Post Malone song that I like. That is just a symbol of how good this movie is. And I like a Post Malone song from it. <laughs> yeah. This, the, score, it, it, yeah the score actually made my... Um... My list, my end of year list, I think, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Um, because it's just so, like, again, the like, and the animation, the animation changes for everyone, and the score changes for everyone, and that song was like, obviously, we'd never heard it before because it was the first, you know, it was made for the film. But I was like, damn, 
what a jam this is. Like, mm. it just felt like something that I already knew and loved and had been listening to for years. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's so well implemented into the film. Like, when they yes. call back to it at, the, like, the very end of the film, like, you just hear, like, the notes, I think. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, it's like, it's like, it's powerful in a weird way. Like, it is a very powerful few notes. Um, yeah. And well, just... It's, it's, it, they use it as a way to, like, show his growth, which is a beautiful work. Beautiful work. It's stunning. It is... I, I really, really love that movie. Um, it also, like, comparing animated films to animated films and everything, like, in terms of cutesy jokes and, like, um, cartoonish, I mean, like, like figuratively cartoonish characters that are implemented into the movie for purely comedic value, Spider-Pig is a great character. <laughs> like, oh. that's, like, that is exactly how you do a character like that, where he's not in it that much. It's, it might be less than five minutes of screen time, but, yeah. like... Every and it's mostly, um, he barely has any lines. It's mostly, like, sound effects. Yeah, and every line and sound effect is perfect. Like, it's, like, voiced <laughs> by John Mulaney, who, I will say, is the only good straight man left. That's my that's my take that's on fine. John Mulaney. Take uh, that, Bradley Cooper. Sorry, Bradley Cooper. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, like, <laughs> Spider-Pig is great. And just, like, I don't know. I, re- I really loved Spider-Verse. It's... I, I, I'm impressed by how much I love it and mm. how badly I want it to win. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's like probably like the third or fourth award that I'm most passionate about um, at the Oscars. Same. I, no, same. Mostly because I, the rest of the uh, awards are a disaster. Um, although I can't speak for Mariah. Maybe it's good. Um, yeah, I actually hate everything except for Spider-Verse and possibly Mariah, which, again, I haven't seen, so I can't even try to hate it. And I don't um, think a single Academy voter has seen it either, so... Yeah, 100%. Um, anything else that you would have put in here? Um, I kind of thought it was a shitty year for animation, and Spider-Verse was the one, basically the one highlight for me. So I'm pretty sure that those four films are the only animated movies I saw this year. Like, yeah. I I did not see The Grinch. I had no interest. And I did I not see... Smallfoot, and it's not great. So it's one, Zendaya's one bad film. I forgot that that even came out this year, <laughs> and that it was called Smallfoot. I someone was talking about it this week with me, and I couldn't think of the title. And I was like, Zendaya is Michi, and they knew what I meant. So it's like <laughs> that. That alone elevates it, honestly. <laughs> Truly, I remember when it came out that like that was some sort of um, like meme planted by the, the studio to become a thing. And I was like, and people were like outraged, and I'm like, oh my god, does it really matter? Like it's like it's like. What is it? <laughs> The sanctity of Zendaya is Michi is being like, um, just like, uh, like yeah. called in the question. But um, yeah, let, let's call that out, but not all of Wreck It Ralph too. <laughs> like, um, no, but I did not see Smallfoot. I th- that's one that really came and went. Um, oh, you know what I would say? Um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm bringing this up. Hotel Transylvania Four. There's a is that already on fourth. Like it's like. That, that phrase has been going on forever. Jesus. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. This is the first one I saw. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> Some hot takes come in. Oh, it was so good. I screamed in the theater. It was such a delight. I, I should buy that on DVD. I don't know why I don't. I haven't yet. It was so much fun. It made me want to go back and watch the other Hotel Transylvania's, which I haven't done. I have not seen any of them. Um, yeah. And, you know, Another maybe. Been, um, I see a lot of animated films, people. I see everything. Um and I'm a girl, so it's nobody's gonna think I'm gonna like kill their kid or something. Um, Teen Titans Go, uh, 
O to the movies was also pretty good. I've heard that's really good, and I feel like I might actually like it because I really loved Lego Batman movie a few years ago. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, at this I think I I I I I thought sort of Lego Batman was a little stilted, but this I found so fun and like the cartoon itself is great because it's a it's a it's a week like it's a short form cartoon you know a series as well, um, and the jokes are really smart and like this is the kind of thing of like where where Wreck It Ralph is like trying so hard to sell a product. This is like making fun of DC in a, in a really great way. Yeah, I've heard of some of the jokes, and they're pretty like shocking. And I'm I'm into that. Like that seems the whole joke about Bruce Wayne's parents was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very fun. Um, but yeah, that's that's the animated film category. Um, sorry, Mariah. Um, I'm not sorry to everyone else. I keep thinking you're saying Mariah instead of Mariah, and I'm like Mariah Carey. Like it's like what did she she should do an animated movie? That's like what I'm getting from this conversation, basically. I'd watch that. Um, yeah, but thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Bye.